Welcome to Tiki Central Canada. Ever wonder what's in that cool, refreshing drink that you just have to have on that hot summer's day? Mmm, me too. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. He has left society. He has entered Tiki Central with palm trees, beach sand, blue skies, and God, get me a drink now. Here are your hosts, Craig and Cam, and their wacky views in drinks, life, and maybe information. Hey, folks. Hey, how everyone. we doing? I'm and doing we're well. Back. How about you? Well, I'm doing good, but I think I'm talking to the people out there in, in La La Land, like internet land. Los Angeles? <laughs> I know. Yeah. I try to stay away from those places. Yeah. <laughs> it's right, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. I'm talking to the people out in the broadcast land. Uh, there the we go. Ether. Out in the there ether. we go. Yes. Yeah. So let's tell them who we are. We actually are Tiki Central Canada. Mm-hmm. I am Craig. I'm I am Cam. your host, and that's Cam. I'm Cam. I'm uh, the beautiful sidekick. <laughs> Wait, I've seen your picture. <laughs> well, what are you saying? <laughs> um, Time for a reshoot. A re- oh, redo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I know you've been complaining about that for a long, long time. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's just explain a little bit of who we are. So I'm Craig. Mm-hmm. I'll be your bartender for the hour, mixologist and information. Mm-hmm. And I'm the uh, schlub who asks uh, him questions. He's the one who challenges me. So I'm sitting at two in the morning going, what the hell is Cam talking about? That's yeah, what I end up doing. That's <laughs> that's like, how most people react to me. It's like a, for, yeah. I know. I think you like a good choice. You know, you have fun with like challenging me mm. any way you can. So enough of this jibber jabber. Okay. What are we talking about today? So today we're going to talk about pirates. And the drink we're going to talk about today is Navy Grog. Pirates. Yes. Pretty sure sure we did Pirates already there, my friend. Yes, we did it in episode three. You're right. You're correct. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll mark that down that, yes, Cam is right Mm -hmm. today. Here we go. Um, No, frowning. (laughs) So the reason why we're talking about Pirates today actually is because September 19th is Talk Like a Pirate Day. Oh my God, that explains so much. Yes. Yes. Um, So Talk Like a Pirate Day. Yes. Yes. I've been aware of this day for quite a many a long year. Many long years ago. However, I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm not, not too shabby on the talk there. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm not entirely clear where it came from. Was this just, just something that kind of like, was this another kind of Valentine's <laughs> the Hallmark day. produced <laughs> Hallmark uh, produced day, day to sell pirate related no, paraphernalia? No, 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 no. So the day actually started, uh, so we're going back to 1995. Uh, the creators were John huh. Bearer and Mark Summers. Mark Summers? Yes. Mark Summers. Wasn't he the host of Double Dare? No, what was Double Dare? What is Double Dare? Double Dare was like a kid's game show with slime from uh, uh, the okay. 90s. In Canada, it would have been on uh, YTV. No, wait. So slime. Was that almost the same scenario as you can't do that on TV? Sort of, except it involved... Show? Oh, it was a great show. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, with the I Don't Know or the Water... Sploosh. Yeah. Um, exactly. No, well, it, it was, it was, no, I mean, th- this was an honest to goodness game show and like kids would have to climb through noses and pull out snot and whatnot. Sounds like fun. I'm pretty sure it's coming <laughs> back actually. Yeah. Um, but oh, that's neither here nor there. So, okay, so, so the it's not the actually, same Mark Summers, no, I no. imagine. No, okay. this day, this, basically these guys created the holiday on June 6th, 1995. June 6th. That's not September 19th. I know. So what they did is, out of respect for the World War hmm. II veterans for D-Day, 
They moved the holiday to September 19th. Oh, crap. That's why I know June 6th. That's right. D-Day. D-Day. Yeah, and I guess uh, there weren't a lot of pirates uh, storming the beaches in Normandy. <laughs> exactly. Arr! Boom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there she goes. Yeah. We lost another one. <laughs> I lost another one to that room. <laughs> okay, so September 19th. Yes. I've heard of this day, but it doesn't yeah. seem like a humongous thing. It's mostly North America, eh? No, actually, it actually is an international day. So, really? Yeah, it actually, well, what it is is that it stayed very low-key uh, until about 2002, when actually got a lot of media attention via a humor columnist named Dave Barry. Dave Barry. Oh, yeah, I remember Dave Barry, and, yeah. and he was reasonably amusing. Uh, I'm pretty sure Harry Anderson uh, of Night Court fame, he was the judge on Night Court, yes. had a show where he played Dave Barry. It may have been called According to Dave, but I'm not sure about that. Right. No, I'll have to check that out. Mm. So what it is that he kind of uh, opened the eyes for a lot of people to this this, uh, this event. Sure. And so now this event actually is around the world, and it also helps raise money for charities. So oh, cool. talk, yeah, like talk like a part day is also a way of raising money for uh, cancer care and also childhood cancer supports as I well. Yeah. So is it like every time you talk like a pirate and somebody punches you in the face, you have to put five dollars? Yeah, put five dollars in the jar or something. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. I don't really want to know the details. No, but maybe like, you know what? Maybe it's the same process. Like I don't know if you know some offices they have like you can wear jean day right on Friday where you chip in five bucks and then you get to wear jeans. Sure. So maybe it's the same thing where like okay. hey. I get to talk like a pirate for the day. I have to put in ten dollars towards okay. the cause. Yar, yar. I have to put in my my loot into the booty. That sounds very reasonable. Reasonable. Gotcha. <laughs> oh man, um, we're so corny. Yeah, oh no, God. this is this is this is awful. <laughs> and the rest um, of the show is gonna be like this, just yar, like this. There we go. <laughs> yar. Uh, but oh, but okay. I mean, th- this is a show about. Not so much about pirates as pirate-adjacent drinks. Yes. So what are we talking about drink-wise today? All right, so the drink we got to talk about today actually is Navy Grog. Navy Grog. But isn't that... I thought I thought that was something that was used in like the British Navy or something way back oh, when. Oh, man. Hey, you're catching on. Well, so, yes. Listen. So Admiral Vernon Ish. of the British Navy in 1740, Okay. Uh, what was going on was that he was finding, because they were rationing out rum, Daily, right, to the right. sailors. Yeah, yeah, all the sailors, Twice a day. sailors would get their rum ration. That's right. Um, that was going on was that the British ships were not being operated properly. In other words, tasks weren't being done, people being kind of sloshy and drunk. Uh, also, two sailors it would happens. do is they would get their ration of rum and then actually store it for a few days to have one big bang and maybe at the end of the week or something. Go full blackout. Right, know, exactly. Nobody, nobody, so it wasn't exactly nobody. healthy uh, aspect. So what he did is, right. like, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to ration it out one-to-one ratio with water. So water it down, in other words. Okay, right. And so the reason why it's called grog is because the Admiral's coat was actually made from a material called grogum, which is a cheap sort of waterproof, um, almost like leather material. Okay, okay. Like, so, like wax canvas or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And actually his yeah. name, his nickname was Old Grog. Huh. And so that sounds like a real great guy. Sounds like a guy you want to invite to the party, yeah, eh? Yeah, yeah. Hey, where's Old Grog? I thought you were going to bring him along. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Oh boy! Um, I know. So so okay. So now is old Grog? He was the guy who who basically 
came to the conclusion that all these drunkies need to be watered down a little bit. Yeah, so the rations had to be watered down, so then basically the, the British Navy could be functionable. Okay. Right? I have to assume, though, just, just given that, like, back in those days, your your average rum would be nearly pure alcohol, right? right like 80, 85%. 80, 85 proof, or, right. or percent, not proof, pardon me. Yeah, percent, um, yeah. But, but now, you know, We're we, down to 40. we've got 40% or 80-ish right. proof. So, if so, you think about it, adding the water actually brought it down to where we know it today. Yeah, which is already kind of strong. Yeah. Um, and it's not necessarily something I would I would pay money to do at the moment. So, <laughs> I, I have to assume that this drink we're talking about today is not the old-timey Navy Grog. Number no. one, it's far too simple to make. Yes. Number two, blech. <laughs> exactly. We had some other stuff in there. Come on, yeah. let's spice it up a little bit. Yeah. So, 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 what is what is so this uh, Navy modern grog. Navy grog? You speak yeah. So, of? the Navy grog actually was uh, created in 1941 by Don Beachcomber. We've oh, talked about okay. him before. Yeah, rings yeah, a bell. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So Don uh, made this drink, and actually, it's still boozy, even though you just talked about how you know we don't want it to be too powerful. Mm-hmm. It was still boozy because it actually had three different rums in there, an ounce of each one of them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. back then, there was no regulations of how many ounces of you can put into a drink. Right. And so this is also one of those ones we talked about before with the zombie where actually would it be on the menu? You can only have two per visit. I still remember the zombie Chris made me. Oh, it was good, eh? I know, I know. And by the way, hey, we had hats off to Chris. Uh, Chris, if you're listening, Chris has now moved to Calgary, I think I told you. Yes, that's right. That's Um, right. He's on to a new adventure where he's going to open a new bar. And oh, uh, our hats off to him. And yeah, so, so so Chris, uh, former bartender at Evo, 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 yes. yeah. Uh, oh well, we so wish him moved the best. On to, yeah. yeah, Calgary. Yeah, oh, goodness. So good luck for him, and I uh, hope he does well. And uh, I told him, you know, if you ever come by this way, just pay us a visit. And well, uh, the next we'll, time in Calgary, uh, you know, you, there we go. We'll I'll visit stand him. on a corner and start <laughs> yelling his name. Chris, Chris, Chris where are you, buddy? buddy I'm thirsty. I miss you. I'm thirsty. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> So, yeah. okay, okay, modern right, let's get Navy Grog. <laughs> yes. What's in it? Yes. Right, okay. I knew Sorry, that was a, I thought, I knew, I thought see, that was... I knew that was going to be a question. Self-evident. See, mm. That's why I do all the research ahead of time. Mm. Uh, so, let's go through the recipe. And actually, this recipe, will, of course, will be on a uh, website as well. So, we got one ounce of light rum. Mm. So, like you see, your Bacardi white rum. Mm-hmm. Okay. One ounce of dark Jamaican rum. Mm-hmm. So, that could be like a Myers or an Appleton. Okay. Okay. One ounce of Demira rum. Okay. That's like, so Demira is kind of like um, a molasses, uh, brown sugar rum. Okay. So, like, through the process. Viscous. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot darker. Yeah. And it's got a little more character to it. Yeah. Sure. One ounce of honey syrup. Now, honey syrup, what that is, is a combination like we do simple syrup. Mm -hmm. Remember, one ounce of, uh, sorry, one to one ratio of sugar to water. Sugar to water. Yeah. This is honey to water. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. So, but but with honey. Exactly. Yeah. So one ounce of the honey uh, syrup, uh, three quarters of an ounce of lime juice, three quarters of an ounce of grapefruit juice, Mm -hmm. and three quarters of an ounce of soda water. And it's also garnished with an ice cone uh, with a straw. Okay. Yes, yes. Ice cone. Yes. So not an ice cream cone. No, no, no. That'd be weird. This is an ice cone. So So, basically it's a cone that's all made of ice. I see. So what is an ice cone? Yeah. Okay, so what ended up happening was that Don the Beachcomber was very adamant about not only does the drink have to be unique and uh, have character, mm-hmm. so did the garnish. And so sure. one of these uh, the things, and, and especially about this drink in particular, Navy Grog, it was, it was uh, the ice cube. So the ice cube was actually this 
cone-shaped metal piece that you would get. It's a tool. You would fill it with crushed ice, pack it with crushed ice. Okay. Put a steel rod down through the middle of it, and then put that in the freezer. And so what that would do is actually would freeze into one piece, obviously. Sure. Take that out. What's the metal pipe in the middle thing for? So what the metal pipe is for is when you want to put a straw. Once you put this into the drink, this ice cube oh, that's in the okay. shape of a cone, okay. you need a space for the straw to go down the middle. I see. Yeah. And what we'll do is we'll, on the website, I actually will take, because uh, I actually just picked one up actually myself. Um, I will put the link to purchasing um uh, if you want to purchase this, you know, and dazzle your guests with like, wow, mm-hmm. this is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we'll go through that. And also too, there's a video on there as well that I'll link on there as well. Like right how to use like the, how the to tool actually, properly. Right? Yeah, yeah. Utilize yeah. it. Well, that's awesome. Um, so, so uh, like, like as we've discussed, there's the old timey version, which is basically just rum. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I. You see, that's a, that, that's the kind of mixed drink that I like. Uh, just, just in terms, like, like if I'm making it, Simplistic, you know, here we go. yeah. Um, but but then there's this this much more refined and fancier, more flavorful, right. more modern average. version. Exactly. So, to whom do we owe the modern version? So we owe the modern version to Jeff Beachbum Berry, and we talked about him before. I vaguely um, remember him now. Now yeah. Barry, Barry, Barry. So, not Chuck but Barry, not Chuck Barry. No, no relation to Dave Barry either. I guess no, eh? not not him as oh, all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what Jeff did was he spent decades basically hunting down these recipes through research. Okay. Okay. Yes. Uh, he would talk to bartenders who used to work for Don and Beachcomber and Trader Vic. Uh, he also would find uh, old writ books and recipe books. And so what the recipe book actually, I remember telling you before, was that Don would actually would have um, a code. Right. So example, like, okay, you know, like one ounce of seven. bottle A, yeah. spice of whatever. And so through time, he would actually translate and decode all the codes. Right, right, right. Um, like he found that one was uh, a cinnamon syrup and instead of being spice a, it was actually cinnamon syrup. Mm. So he broke down the whole code and almost like reverse tech, you know, we talked about before with Chris, sort of reverse um, engineering, taste a drink, and like, okay, I taste a little bit of this, I taste a little bit of that. And so then he's the one that we uh, we owe for all these recipes that we know now that were very secretive back then. Okay, so so, so we've already talked about two variations Versions on grog, yes, exactly. um, but but obviously with, with reference to the modern version. Yes, uh, are there variations? So there are is, there is other versions like we talked about before. When you do do a research in any of these drinks, uh, like I tell people, when you do a search, you'll find probably like fifty different recipes, mm-hmm. right? But obviously, a lot of them are just ones that were someone made up a different version of it yeah, because it's they like, like the well, individual. Let's, let me see if I can taste. recreate that, and then obviously it makes them. It's completely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other version of this drink that has some sort of credibility is Trader Vic. Obviously, he's you know, okay. Well, Trader we Vic, talked about we Trader Vic like as well, right? Yeah. So Trader Vic's version has the same combinations of rums and citrus, but he he swaps out the honey syrup and the soda water for simple syrup and pimento dram. Okay, like yes. pimento bean, I guess, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. It, it, dram. Dram. So that's kind of like a, a spice or jambouille we talked about before. It's like an orange right. Okay, citrus. yeah, like the citrusy kind of like like a liqueur kind yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. Understood. So um, those things were swapped out. Yeah. Like like his version, you're, you're sort of suggesting that it's like the, would you say it's the standard version now? 
So uh, one of the places that we get we talked about before that you can get tiki drinks now, and it's super famous, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they also, too, they also wrote a book, is Smuggler's Cove. Right. So Smuggler's yes. Cove is a place in California. They've also written a book, which is basically now we bartenders we call the Tiki Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and their version, they use the Trader Vic version when it comes to making the drink. Do you think, um, like that name, Smuggler's, Smuggler's Cove, Cove? It's such a great, like, like it, it produces such a priority, su- like, hey, such a great Smuggler's image Cove. in my mind, right? Now, now, what, I'm like, go bury my treasure, Smuggler's Cove? What was there a Smuggler's Cove back in the day, like back in pirate days? Like, I don't like, know. Like, do you but know? You think or? it would be right? Because it yeah. sounds so cool. I'm gonna go bury my treasure, Smuggler's Cove. Yeah, well, and I mean, you know, I mean, you're kind of my guy. For I don't know. Facts. It comes to pirates. I love pirates. And yeah. I'm always researching all the time. Uh-huh. So hey, let's talk about maybe some of the part codes you know because you know me i love all these little like things. codes codes like sign language or like uh, no codes more like rules these were rules that basically pirates had to follow right like, like back in the day okay kind of there's certain things like um you'd become a pirate to avoid rules <laughs> no. no even in part land there were rules mm. okay so it's sounding less attractive by the minute it's like i don't want to be a part <laughs> now god i have to follow yeah. the rules what <laughs> Yeah, can never escape rules. Hey, even rock and roll stars have rules. Okay, that's true. So, that's mean? true. That's true. You can't just so, do whatever you want. You know what I mean? So please tell me, pirate code. Okay. What is it? So we're gonna go through some pirate code, and these are basically simple rules that they had to follow. Okay. So rule number one, we'll go through. What happens afloat stays afloat, hmm. and what that means is exactly what we've heard before. What happens Vegas in Vegas stays, stays in Vegas. Right. You almost wonder if they actually stole the line. I wonder, yeah. you know, like they yeah. like, hey, that sounds really cool. What happens if float stays afloat? Hey, let's mm-hmm. change it a little bit and go. Hey, what happens if Vegas stays in Vegas? So what does that mean, though? Like so, basically, you don't talk about your seafaring trips when you hit land, or? right? So when you okay. go back to land and you're with your family and your loved ones, you do not talk about what happened during the journey. I see. It basically stays on the boat. Okay. Doesn't come off the boat. Okay, fair enough. I yes. mean, like lots of soldiers and that, like various groups have similar codes today. And I mean, I imagine, you know, most piratey life was pretty disgusting and awful. It wasn't pleasant anyway, yeah. right? So, yeah. Uh, and yeah, you had to get your blood on your hands. So I you had to boil the size of me fist on me buttocks. No, nothing like that. No, 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 no. I don't no. think you want to talk about that anyway, if you could. Well, true. <laughs> Yar. Yeah. All right, let's go through rule number two. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to see, folks, I'm trying to diverge Cam from describing yeah, yeah. it any more further than we have to. Uh, squirrel. Uh, squirrel. Hey, woo. <laughs> rule number two, don't get bilged by your own anchor. And so what that means hmm. is paying attention while you're on, on your ship. Pay attention to your tasks and the things that you're supposed to be doing because you will affect other crew members and the boat itself. So in other words, if you hmm. go, say, example, like tie down that sail, guess what? Now we're in trouble. Right. I mean, it's almost like don't be your own worst enemy. Yeah. And also, too, pay attention because also, yeah. now, see, if something's swinging by, like, you know, oh, you let's say sails, it yeah. can hit you in the head and you're over over the side of the the, the ship. The yeah. ship. You're yeah. on, in the water, right? So pay attention to where you're going. Yeah. Well, and you're well, part of a team. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Know your role. Exactly. Know your Stay role. Stay in your lane. <laughs> Yeah. Can't we do that on the highway today? Because seriously, oh my God, there's some people that are yeah, not. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Rules. I'm pretty sure that that is a skill that is far beyond the average oh skill of your God. typical Ottawa Ottawa highway. I think that's just in general for person. Um, and I've lived in a lot of places, and it's like, okay, there's some people that technically I don't know how they got their license because I really want to know. I've lived in a couple of different places in the world, and the only place it's always Sunday when you're driving that I've seen yes, yeah, is Ottawa. <laughs> You're so true. It's so true. Every day is a Sunday for drivers. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. 
If you don't live in Ottawa, you're you're lucky. Yeah, That's to say that. Probably <laughs> exactly. going to be banished now. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, if you were living in Ottawa, life. you'd be pulling hair on your head. Yeah. That's why I have no hair. It's <laughs> yeah, all gone. Sure, it is, Craig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's it. Well, that's my excuse. I'm going to follow. Yeah, that fair idea. enough. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Rule number three: mm. Go on account. So what it means is that when you sign the article to the ship that you're going to be going on to, you're held accountable for your actions, and also to you're also declaring the share of the wealth of like all the treasures that you're going to get. Okay. Now, if you don't follow the article, then basically there will be punishments. Article. Well, what do you mean? Like, like I mean, I under, like this is loosely a contract, right? It's like I agree to do yeah. these tasks in hey, exchange. I get nailed this. it in the head. So basically, what it is is that every captain of every ship actually had their own contract. They made up their own rules that are on their own ship. Ah. Um, and so what it was is that you would sign, like, like you said, like a contract, which is called like back then they called the article. And so if you didn't follow the rules, you were punished. And a couple of punishments were pretty severe. Right. One was called flogging. Um, oh, that which, doesn't sound very nice. Which means no. whipping. Yeah. Yeah, we all know that one. Not whipping as we know it today. Like, hey, man, he's whipped. Not okay. that kind of process. <laughs> right. Right. This is more of the uh, leather strap This is more strap of the leather variety. strap. And that's not the S&M process. Either. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this isn't something you want to pay for. Is what no, no, no. Okay. You didn't pay for this, that's for sure. Duly noted. Uh, you yeah. were either, or you could also surrender a hand or leg. So when you say surrender, I assume I mean, in other words, you screwed up. So guess what? They chop off your hand or leg. Jesus. I know, eh? They were pretty brutal, yeah. Yeah. Uh, death, which of course is the well, end all to be all. There you go. Can't get any worse uh, than that. That one's pretty clean anyway. And, and the easier one, I think, of all of them would be the marooning. So we've obviously seen that in Pirates of the Caribbean when they tell Jack Sparrow, like, hey, we're going to put you on the island and maroon you. And yeah, we're behind. ditching you. Yeah. We're ditching you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's uh, pretty grim, quite honestly. Yeah, I know. Eh? It's like, okay, see you later, and you're just going to die there. So enjoy your last few days because... Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you're basically going to starve to death and die of thirst, right? Yeah, exactly. And you probably end up doing is, I'm pretty sure they did it back then, is like you'd be thirsty, so you drink the seawater, which has salt. And yeah, and, well, and then you go bonkers. Then you have hallucinations, you, uh, right? Yeah. And yeah. eventually die. Yeah. Not wow. a good way to go. Wow. That's really when you wished you'd uh, paid attention during uh, scouts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How do I build a fire again? All right, two little sticks rubbed together. Yeah. So those are the three major rules, eh? Well, no, no, we have rule number four. Hang on, we have one more. Mm. Honor thy rum. And this is an important one. Not so, honor thy mum. Not the mum. Yeah, I know, which we all do. Well, right? Mum. I know what you're saying. I mean, I guess that goes without saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's 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 a general rule anywhere, yeah, right? It's kind <laughs> of a <laughs> didoy. Yeah. <laughs> so honor thy rum means that basically, even when they maroon, or say if they maroon you as a punishment, they would still give you rum. Like, hey... <sighs> You know, you've, you 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 piss us off, but hey, but we're, hey, not, hey we're, not, we're not assholes. We're not, so yeah. hey, we're gonna give you some rum, okay? Wow, wow that's great. So now, I mean, at least if you're gonna die, you can do it in a semi comatose drunk state, state yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Also, too, was rum was a way of getting through the journey. So rum was also, like we said, a, a payment and a process that you would get every day on the ship. Right. So, example, like say me and you were waiting for our rum portions. I am mm-hmm. not going to knock your rum out of your hand because like, okay, well, well you better not. He's like me. He's trying Have to survive. a cutlass to your throat in no time, yeah. you lad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it could be punishment, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. so honor thy rum was the last one of that I one see. for sure. Interesting. Yes. I try to honor my rum by drinking it as quickly as possible. I honor my rum by basically storing it downstairs and letting it just... It looks pretty. <laughs> well, yeah, and then you share you it with You see my story, like right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that makes well, yeah, me happy. I, so it's I'm, win-win. I'm a person like, you know what, like, and I was the same way in actually in high school. When I would go to a house party, I would actually be the guy that bought the two-four, even though I'm only going to drink six beers mm-hmm. because I want everyone to have a good time. Yeah, you want to share the wealth. Yeah, share the wealth and everyone have a good time. So are you admitting to uh, facilitating underage drinking? Uh, I was underage drinking myself. Hello. 
Mm. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Hey, okay. if we're all if I'm going down, we're all going down. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so Craig, look, I like your stories about high school, but what about some pirate stories? Okay, so there are some stories out that we've they've heard obviously through time. We've seen on TV and movies. Craig, are these true or are they false? Yeah. So let's well, go through a couple of the myths that we. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like like burying treasure. For yeah. One. So burying treasure is something we see all the time in movies. You see it all the time in TV well, shows. Well, like Bugs Bunny, like you'd have X marks a spot, spot and, and you dig, dig, yeah. dig, and there you go. Oh, the old Sammy Sam and like bury me treasure. Right. No, he'd say what in tarnation. That's right. He actually did. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So actually, it, this one is not a hundred percent. False, but it's not 100% true. So what it was is that, yes, the higher rank people, like captains and things like this, might have buried their treasure because they're, you know, they're going to be attacked and they don't want to make sure that they're, they right. can go back and, and get their, their protecting their assets. Protecting their assets. Yeah. But the bulk of the crew, 80% of the crew, were basically were very poor people. And so when they got to the mainland and they got basically their portion of the treasure, it was a way of escaping from this harsh lifestyle. So it's like, okay, I want booze i want women and i want a place to crash and so a lot of these main places we know like nasa and stuff like this and madagascar and even port royal mm-hmm. i've made a fortune back then by parts coming in and getting on the mainland because like all right they're gonna spend their money yeah, here. like the entertainment district there you go they're gonna spend it on booze women and in combination so 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 i mean i guess in a way you could say that like most of the crew were kind of like dogs Scary Except dog. for the ones like that, that are that's cats. Good, that's good. Except for the well, ones it's that I mean, like cats. I think the only ones that actually did bury the treasure, what I've read so far and what in my research, mm-hmm. is the higher rank ones. Right, and the guys actually, that like they probably own the fleet acquired right? like an actual fortune. Yeah, exactly. Right. So let's just keep that safe, right? Yeah. Okay. Where the pirates yeah. who are basically running the ship are like, well, hey, I want to get to the mainland. Yeah, I got, I got a yeah, yeah, <laughs> kick loose and. Uh, and yeah, party, I think we party, talked party. about before. Like, uh, I had a friend actually who worked in Banff, and he had the same process. I mean, mm. you go there, you make really good money. Sure, like like as support staff or whatever in you hotels I mean? or on but the ski hills. At the yeah. end of the day, what's there to do but drink and party? Right. So you just burn your paycheck. Right. Yeah. No, I've got uh, when I was in university, I had a bunch of friends who would go up like way up north to do tree planting or surveying and that type of thing. Right. Um. You know, they'd be out in the bush for two, three weeks being eaten alive by black flies which uh, is not fun at not all. a lot of fun no. uh but then you know they they every once in a while go into town with a huge wad of cash and just go nuts Blow for it. a couple of days you oh, know? yeah 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 you can only take so much hardship before you finally have to just before, like, yeah you got to kick loose a little you bit cut loose you know? or you got to like lose your mind right yeah okay so um another one we're going to talk about is mm. walking the plank Oh yeah, that's a Famous classic saying we see all the time. Yeah, I mean it's right. even on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at exactly, Disney, or yeah. it was anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been recently. But. So basically, the Pirates back when they tortured, remember we talked about before, they were the, the the punishments were more severe than just walking the plank. There were you know, like I said, we talked about losing an arm, you know, getting whipped. Um, yeah. Another one that we can, we can talk about is also is keel hauling. I think me and you talked about it briefly. We one may time have spoken about, about. Yeah, and I'm so pretty sure keel hauling. Yeah. So uh, actually, you can walk through it. What is keel hauling? Well, yeah, I mean, they basically tie a rope to one of your legs and tie another rope to one of your hands, run the rope underneath the ship while you were sailing, and then dr- scrape you across all the barnacles along it. Right. And if you survive, they might do it again just for fun. Yeah, there wasn't very, very few people actually would survive that whole yeah. process. Well, yeah, I mean, you'd so. be, you'd basically be filleted by the time you would show up on the other side of the ship if you yeah. hadn't drowned. If you haven't drowned, yeah, yeah. exactly. Been wounded to the point where death, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So... 
that's what I mean. So the punishments were more severe than just walking the plank. The plank process, you know, really on a ship, actually, is from when you attacking a ship or whatever, or maybe even say your supply ship and your fleet. Yeah, uh, it's a plank to go from one ship to the other ship. Sure, it was a boarding tool. A boarding tool. I, I'm going to attack that ship, so now I need to get my crew from my ship onto that ship. That was a way of getting across. I got to say, man, um, after all this talk of the various punishments and whatnot, I'm really beginning to get the sense that pirates were kind of jerks. Yeah, well, jerks, but also, too, we got to remember, too, like, they were in a very harsh environment. Yeah. And you know what I mean? If And if you just stick to the rules, guess what? Like... Because you, if you example like you didn't tie down a sail, mm-hmm. and then we didn't catch that ship. Yeah, no, I mean everybody's relying on everyone each other. lost no. out in that process. No. So it was more like, hey, we all have to lie on, rely on each other all the time. We're a team, and if one person skips out, then yeah, we're all affected by it. Mm. Okay, well, so. I mean, if if walking the plank is kind of BS, at least in terms of like actual historical fact, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping that the eye patch. Well, yeah, I'm just I'm just hoping that the eye patch was actually a thing. I mean, you know, you get stabbed in the eye, you need to cover the socket, uh, right. prevent it from getting right. Now there were eye patches, of course. We've seen pictures, and we always sure, see that all yeah. the time. So the eye patches were something that actually did exist. Now, what you think it was used for is a different purpose, a different reason. So most people within anything of an eye patch on a pirate is because, like you said, during a battle, you've obviously lost your uh, eye. You've been injured. And so now yeah, you're injured. Mm-hmm. Now there yeah. were obviously sometimes a pirate that did happen. Sure. But the main purpose, or two purposes, actually, I'm going to go through on the, on the eye patch is one was for night vision. So when you go out in the dark, okay, and just try some time when you go out, say, in a really dark night when there's like very little um, like, illumination, I guess. Okay, sure, like ambient light, like right, street exactly, lights and stuff. street lights and stuff. Yeah. Just cover one eye and then check out the details of your surrounding area, and you actually will see more. Really? Because your one eye is covered. I, it's, it's, it's weird. It's like almost oh, like night weird. vision. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, another reason why is because when you are in the lower decks of the boat, which is very dark. Sure. Then you yeah, see yeah. a lot of light. And yeah. all of a sudden you're coming out into the onto the main deck, which actually was well lit up, I'll say, say during the daytime. Well, sunshine, yeah. Right. So it was a way of actually for your eye to adjust much quicker if you had one eye covered. Oh. So you're going from a dark environment and you're going out, say, onto the sun. And you kind of switch the patch around. Right. So you have so, your, like, eye for your light and eye for your dark. dark. Or even when you're coming up, now only one eye is actually making that adjustment. Trying trying to do it gives your brain Instead of two of... eyes. Fascinating. Yeah. So that was a cool, uh, cool fact that actually I found out. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. There, was the, the, there was some... Uh... Reason to the rhyme, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Like I said, some of it was obviously Hollywood... Wanted to make pirates look like it's a glamorous life and it's amazing and that you would want to be a pirate, right? Well, yeah. We all grew up. I remember as a kid, right? The hard scrabble during Halloween, like I'm a pirate, Mm -hmm. and we thought it was all cool. But yeah, it was a very hardship life, and it wasn't. uh, And like right bastards. Mm. They were not friendly people, no. Yeah, Yeah. you don't want them as your neighbor. But here's the thing, Craig. (laughs) We've been we've been doing a lot of talking. Yes. About about drinks and about history of pirates yes. and that type of thing. But what is today? But today is talk, talk like a pirate. Like a pirate day. That's right. So I think so we need to go I'm, through some lines yeah, and some phrases. Yeah, if I'm going to talk like a pirate, I need to know what I should say and what I'm saying when I say it. Exactly. Because you want to say the, something and then realize like, oh, later on, oops, I didn't mean that. Yar. <laughs> So come on, help me out here, buddy. All right. So I'm going to say a, a line and then you're going to guess at what you think it is. Okay. Okay. A little little quiz here. Okay. So the first word we're going to use is a vast E. A vast E. 
Now, sometimes you hear mm. usually Avast E matey. Avast E matey. Avast yeah. E matey. I'm, I'm going to say that's like a WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Yeah. Hey, uh, buddy. Hey, what's buddy. going on, man? Hey. Hey, hey fellow. How's the, the weather today? Is it a little mm. windy out there or what? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, actually, what it means is pay attention. So when you're on a boat oh. and someone's walking by you and they go, Avast E matey, it means pay attention. Okay. To what you're doing or maybe your surrounding area or whatever. I have yes. something important to spout. Sure. Exactly. Okay. So okay. let's go on to the next one. Shiver me timbers. Um, holy smokes. Yeah. Something, something like that. Like, exactly. Like an exclamation, basically. An expression used for shock or disbelief. Like, okay. I don't believe you, man. Shiver me timbers. Yeah, I'll be damned. I'll yeah. be damned. Yeah. Here's a cool one. Jacob's Ladder. Um, that's a line we've all heard in our lifetime somewhere. Yeah, well, right? and like, like there's, there's a, there's a song. We are climbing Jacob's ladder. ladder. Like, like, like Paul, uh, Paul Robeson, a, a wonderful uh, uh, singer from way back in the day, and a politician yeah. as well. A pretty cool dude. Um, used to sing that, and I think, I think it comes from the Bible. Okay. Um, and I think it refer. Well, there's a great movie starring Tim Robbins as well. Ooh, that's a real ah, creepy, scary one. I haven't seen that one. Um, oh, it's great. Um, uh, but I think it like climbing Jacob's ladder refers to like like dying and going to heaven. No, actually, in the pirate world, Jacob's sure. ladder is actually that rope ladder they would throw over the side of the boat so you could actually aboard the boat. Board oh, the okay. ship. So say I'm like on a little canoe yeah, yeah. or whatever and I yeah. need to get on the boat. Well, how do you get up on the boat? Yeah, There'd be a rope ladder they would throw over the, the side ladder. and then you climb the ladder. Why didn't they just call it a rope ladder? Uh, you know, I, I don't know, mate. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe English wasn't invented yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't know. All right, here, here's a cool one. And yeah. I, I can't wait to see what you're going to say about this one. Mm. Poop deck. <laughs> and that's not Foxy in the backyard. Okay, my yeah, dog named oh, Foxy. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, on the yeah, deck. yeah, yeah. This is the place the dog goes. Um, yeah, no, no, no. I, I thought, is this like like a kitchen or like food preparation area? Like it's just 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 adjacent to the kitchen, right? And then actually, I think on modern ships, actually, I think poop deck actually does mean the kitchen area. Okay. In general, but back then, poop deck actually was the highest level deck on the back, usually near the back of the ship. Usually that's where the the, the steering column, uh, sorry, the steering wheel was. Sure. Okay. Or, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. also yeah. the captain would be there. Right. Yeah. So, and like hey. in the big galleons, you'd see that. And yeah. Be, yeah. And so this sort is where kind of like the captain would hang out on the back of the ship, and it was called the poop deck. Huh. So I wonder if like you could, you know, like modern cargo ships, so they're basically like flat, except then they have like the sort of stack of stuff right at the back of the ship. Right. I wonder if you could loosely refer to the command center there as the poop deck. Poop deck. I don't know. I you wouldn't know, do it I in front of any, you know, shipping types. That, <laughs> That's right. That's not what we call it anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just before they break my legs. Exactly, yeah. yeah. All right, let's go to... This one's pretty cool. Davy Jones Locker. Okay, well... Hey, I, I, you yeah. gotta go to Davy Jones uh, Locker. I'll see you at the bottom of Davy Jones's Locker. Yeah, okay. So I know this one. It's it's basically like the bottom of the ocean. Right, or death. Sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so basically it's, it's, it's like the land death. of the dead. Yeah. So you, you... Yeah, you mentioned this before to me when we are talking about this. It's... So uh, your interpretation of David Jones Jocker, you mentioned something about him hauling people down to the bottom of the sea. Yeah, that's right. Like, 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 like Dave, Davy Jones is kind of like, yeah, like, like a malignant spirit that would pull people down and then chuck them in his locker, which I always, just because of when I learned the term, imagined to be basically like a high school locker that had sunk to the bottom <laughs> of the ocean. So I wonder um, what was in there. <laughs> mostly like, oh, look, like, my you know, book. pinups of Cindy Crawford and that kind of thing. Well, but, then I'm, uh, I'm, I'm definitely shows, joining yeah. David Jones there. Yeah, he's All got right. good taste. That's right. Yar. <laughs> Arr. <laughs> All right, next one. 
Batten down the hatches. Uh, strap everything down or, like, brace yourselves, uh, you know, like, batten down the hatches. There's a storm a-brewing. That's right. Right on. Signal to prepare the ship for upcoming storm. Batten down the hatches. The wife is coming home, and I still oh, haven't man. cleaned the apartment. apartment yet. Yeah, yeah. Or get rid of those beer bottles. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh. Oh, well, hey, speaking about uh, girlfriends, mm. there she blows. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> okay, I'm uh, no going to get in trouble for that oh one. Right there. Oh, okay, Craig. this autocorrection, this is not Boo. my girlfriend I'm talking about. Boo! Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, there she blows. I'm, I'm assuming that's a ref. Well, it's a reference to one of two things, I think. Probably yes. either a whale surfacing and then blowing air out of its blow, or blowing like water and air out of its blowhole. Yep. Um, or possibly like an explosion or something. Yeah, actually the first one you said was correct. Okay. So basically yeah. an expression used when whales come to the surface and blow spit out. Yeah, and like whalers and stuff. They're hunting and I see, oh, there she blows. All right, this should be an uh, easy one for you there. Okay. Like the last one, a very easy one for you. Mm-hmm. Three sheets to the wind. <laughs> hey, it look like you're three sheets to the wind there, everybody. So that's like post-toga party when the sheets are starting <laughs> to fall off and they're kind of flapping in the breeze <laughs> and, yeah. and your, your and private bits are, are flapping in the breezes. <laughs> no, um, so three, three sheets to the wind. Uh, there Toga, toga. Uh, yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, very drunk. Very drunk. Okay. Blotto. Wait, wait. So I have to ask now, because now you just described a toga party. Have you actually been to a toga party? I have participated in at least no. one toga party. Oh, really? No, was it during high school or college? College. Okay, so I'm not, university. I'm yeah. not, yeah, university. I'm not proud of this fact. Right. Uh, I feel that uh, it makes me come off very bro-y. No, come on. We all um, went to a toga party. But, I went to a toga yeah, party, I, too. I definitely went to at least okay, one. Okay, so the next question I have to ask, was there anything under the toga? Oh, yeah, I was very shy. Okay. <laughs> well, no, because I know some guys I used to hang out oh, with yeah, in the yeah, university. Oh, like, hey, no, it's... Uh, Although I had a buddy it's who It's just was a toga, this, my friend. That's I, it. <laughs> I had this buddy who was an enormous German who dressed up as uh, William Wallace of Braveheart. Yes. Fame one year for Halloween, and... Uh, Nothing he went, under the kilt. He went full Scotsman. Yeah, like... Well, it's funny because I, I used to, as a kid, we would go to Maxwell Games, and... What's that? So Maxwell Games is a Scottish kind of Olympics. Oh, is it like it's like the Highland Games? The Highland Games, yeah. Okay, Maxwell okay. Highland. Oh, same, same, same process. Same idea. Okay, the, yeah, you yeah. know the pole tossing, caper toss, caper toss. Yeah, um, a couple of other things they do. Oh, the sword dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's funny because um, my uh, mom was actually with this boyfriend at the time, and so we're he's going to the washroom and he comes out of the washroom, and he would always have gaps between his teeth. Hmm. And so sometimes he would just blow and it'd be like a whistle. Sure. Yeah. So <laughs> he comes out, he's washed his face, comes out, he's he's breathing. Yeah. Blows <laughs> whistle and the right walking in front of his path is actually a Scotsman. Oh with a dear. <laughs> So of oh, course he, must have gave he got the meanest look ever. <laughs> like, dude, no no. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Oh yeah. That was a highlight Timing of the weekend is everything right there. Yeah, nothing. exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it was funny too, because I remember as a kid asking my mom, like, well, what do they wear under the kilts? And she's like, Nothing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? Nothing. Wait, wait, you make me wear underwear in my under my pants, and yet yeah. these guys are not wearing yeah, they're, anything they're, under they're those kilts. Skirts what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted a kilt. Well, it's cool because uh my background is actually Scottish. And mm-hmm. so there's a website you can go to. You put your family name in there. Mm-hmm. And what they'll do is actually every family has name a has a tarp. Yeah. yeah. So you can actually get the pattern and they'll send you the materials and you can get it made into a kilt or, or scarf cool. or whatever. Yeah. Mm. So somewhere down the line, I'm going to do that. I think it's going to be pretty cool. 
So that is all the lingo we're going to go for today. Right on. Well, that's, that's I think plenty. we did quite a bit of information out there. So we talked about myths. We talked about some words you use as talking like a part. Mm-hmm. We talked about Navy Grog. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all lots of information. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, so let's just tell everybody about who we are and what we're all about. We are www.tikicentralcanada.ca. All one word. Yeah, and hey, guess what? We have a new website. Oh, I'm really we, excited about this. Yes, because I was getting people telling me, like, you know what? Your page is way too long. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was. It was, it was getting kind of lengthy. Yeah, yeah. And so it kind of distracted some people from actually getting to the bottom of the page to mm-hmm. some important information that was on, on the bottom. To the heart of the matter, Exactly. If you will. So right. now we've got a new person that actually has done our web page design for us. And she's doing a great job, Rochelle, by the way, if you're listening. And so she also does all our social media. So we actually are on Twitter, by the way, and Facebook. Yep. Um, and like I said, on our website now, we actually have a drop-down menu. So the different pages that you can load up, uh, example, like one about us. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have new pictures. Hey, hey, we take, we take, we take. <laughs> about bloody time. time. Yeah. And, uh, well, mine's not. I'm okay. No, yours is good. <laughs> okay. Mine sucks. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm, actually, we're going to do a retake, retake, because I told Cam today we're taking pictures today. Yeah, a little bit of forewarning and, would have been nice. Uh, he but, said he uh, wanted a haircut, and I said, well, we don't have time for that, so guess what? There'll be a retake of the retake. Yeah, well, and I've got fancier clothes to put on. Which is funny, because remember when you get the pictures at home, and your mom would look at you and look at the pictures? How, did, how, how insulting is that to you as a kid, when your mom looks at the picture and goes, yeah, we're doing a retake. What the hell are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, my I'm mom like, never thanks, did Ma, that to me. Jeez, what are you saying? It looked like a doofus. <laughs> yeah, my mom, my mom never did that. Oh no, I got that a few times. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. we're doing a retake. That's uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what you were doing there, but uh, yeah, it's, thanks, Ma. Mm-hmm. I already hated it already once. Never mind twice. <laughs> You're goofy looking. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um, also, too on there also is history of uh, tiki culture. We did do a page on that mm-hmm. and about us as well. Uh, we also did some uh, recipes on one page. So you can look at actually all yeah, the recipes. No, yeah, and you can cycle through all of them, which yeah, is great. Which is great. Yeah. Um, all the episodes, so if you want to stream, there's a page for that. There's a page for cool links, so about books that I, I research and use for uh, research. Mm-hmm. And also some videos that you are really cool to check out. Um, and then also, too, we have a Contact Us page. And if you want to be on the show... Mm-hmm. There is a spot to go in there and fill out some information. Tell us a little bit about yourself. And if you're obviously a bartender, that's what we want mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Or if you have a place that you're working and you're like, hey, it'd be really good to do a show from there. Because we do do remotes. Um, then you can do it, fill that out, send it to us, and we'll take a look mm-hmm. at it. And if we're happy with it, yeah, for sure. If you're a functional alcoholic who likes to party, uh, just uh, hook, uh, you yeah. know, uh, give me a shout. And, I do uh, forewarn you, though, that you'll have to supply the liquor to Cam. So he's very particular. Yeah. Kind of picky on what he drinks. So yeah, look, uh, just I make sure. Uh, my presents don't come for free. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. There's a price for his presents. Trust uh, me, I pay it every time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't we both? <laughs> Oh, snap. <laughs> All right. Um, there is a blog page on there. It is under construction, so don't uh, panic. It's it's in the in the mix. We are working on it. Um, also, too, there is a subscribe page, and I want to go through this because there is now iTunes, Google Play, mm-hmm. and a new platform can that we actually just joined, which mm. is called Player FM. And Player FM, what it is, is a platform. It's kind of like a radio station online. Sure, like 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 radio station hub kind of thing. Yeah, server right. so for all kinds of radio stations sure. and podcasts and stuff. Yeah. And so they reached out to us and said that, hey, we would love on our new platform that we're presenting to the general public if we could use you guys as part of the podcast uh, library that we have. Oh, wonderful. I was like, yes, no problem, for sure, we'll join up. And uh, yeah, so now we're on there as well. Beauty. So yeah, yeah check yeah. us out there. 
We have all kinds of places you can reach us. There we go. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's all we got. I think we need to get some more drinks. So I'm getting kind of pasty here. Yeah, um, likewise. I'm, yeah. I'm running low. I'm running low. I think that's dry. You ran that thing dry. Mostly, yeah. But not dry enough. You even took the label off and everything. Uh, wow. No, that's just that's just <laughs> that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. So we're gonna head off there and uh, talk to you guys uh, next time. And uh, keep on and uh, trucking. I guess. <laughs> we're drinking. Yeah, drinking, sure. Well, I don't know about you, but I got informed. Guys, hey, guys, where's my drink?